Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Griffin, mm. if we don't make it out of this alive, yeah, Zach. tell my wife, mm -hmm. please, <sighs> I know she ate my trick cereal. <sniffs> I know she ate it, and she said she didn't, but I know. I know oh, she did. I'll, I'll let her know. Thank you. Zach? Yeah? If I don't make it out of this alive, yeah. Tell your wife. Okay. Her hair looked really good that day on her I birthday. I know it looked so good. It was really good. I didn't tell her, and I really should have. It looked so good. Oh, you're still going. It looked like you were still going for a while there. Yeah, I'm good. Nice. Oh, we made it. We made it. We're we made um, it. we're alive. Well, I guess I can tell my wife that I know she ate my trick cereal and that you really liked her uh -huh. hair that one day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I'll tell her that um, that you ate her trick cereal. Oh, and I'll tell her about the hair? Yeah, that was okay, the deal. Okay, cool. I'm really glad that we that got was, that. That was the deal. Like, that yeah. was, I just want to make that very clear. That was Well, the, well, the deal. deal was that like if you didn't make it back, I would tell her, but you made it back. Hey, that, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, not culpable. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I know a way that we have to ensure that we that these deals continue. Uh huh. Shing. You and uh, I. Uh, blood bargain? Yeah. No. What? If we if we don't make it back, we have to pass these <laughs> messages on. <laughs> it came full circle. And so, step, 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 oh, step. Oh, step. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'll pass the message along, my friend. Step, 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 step. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm not sure what that was, but um, uh, Piers Griffin is still dead, and um, here we are at the start of another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Zach. And I'm the zombie body of Griffin. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that you would just stay pretending to be dead, and then I'd be like, and I'm Zach. <laughs> but I'm, then I'd be a, I'm Zach. But then I'd be a bad scene partner. Yeah. And then you would have popped up and scared me, and I'd have been like, ah. That, do you want to do a take of that? No, it's okay. I like you. Know I like that you're a zombie now. Yeah. I think really, it really not much is different. I just don't have to like eat food anymore. Yeah. Well, you, you we'll I just kind of have to, to I kind of just have to eat necromancy or people. Well, the eating of the people is really just sort of more of like a voracious like um Hankering. sort of like primal instinct. Like yeah. I don't actually receive any nutritional value from the people that I eat as a zombie. Um, it's just sort of like, you know, it, it, it's just kind of baked in. Yeah, okay, gotcha. I just got a chomp. You just got to Um, hey Terrence, can we get, um, separate booths, please? Thank you. Oh, you're, you're good, bud. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to this episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Patch Up. I'm Zach! And I'm the recently revivified Griffin. Oh, I'm so happy that you're alive and not going to eat me anymore. Never. Yay. Zach, it's been a minute. It's been too long. And by a minute, I mean like a, a month. A month? Because, um... Because, uh... Life. Well, I, I, I was doing a show. Yeah, um, I, I, to, to quote, um, famed actor and uh, just all-around personality Jeff Goldblum, life found a way. Um, and, uh, 
my 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 heart and my soul were filled with uh, artistic satisfaction. Yeah. Um, I, I returned to the stage, my one of my natural habitats, my favorite terrain, if you mm-hmm. will, and my soul and my life was filled with just artistic endeavors. And and applause and accolades from my and my friends and my loved ones. So and we forgot, noth- and 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 nothing else in my life. Yeah, no- yeah. Not not a thing else aside yeah. from eat, sleep, work, and art. Yeah, yeah. And so that's we, yeah. that's a hard life. It's a hard knock life for us. Um, but we're back uh, with an episode, and since we left you hanging last week, we figured we'd go big this time. Just oh so big. Oh, that's right. That's time for big boys. I don't even know what fucking number it is this time. Uh, seven. Big boy seven? Big boy seven. Oh, snap. It's time. Big boys seven. Oh snap! It's time. Oh snap! It's time. Uh, to re- re- refresh, just in case anyone forgotten, Big Boys is a uh, you know uh, a themed episode where we look at creatures that are uh, no smaller than cat- uh, classification of huge. That's correct. They're all all, all huge or gargantuan, um, and they're uh, they're just some big boys. Biggest. Of the boys. The biggest of the boys. Uh, lots of them. Real big. Um, for you. Coming at you from Cobalt Press's A Creature a Codex. Yeah. Hi, Cobalt Press. We fucking love you. Cobalt Press. You're great. We fucking Are you love, single? We love your shit. I love your sh- whole deal. Yeah. All right. Are we ready? Are you single and or in an open relationship? Yeah. Uh, Boom, boom, hit, boom, griff boom. up. Anyway. I want to... D- Never mind. <laughs> so first we have a two-headed eagle. Now, Zach, I have a question. Yeah. Why eagle have two heads? Last I, I checked, eagle only have one head. Hey, can I make just like a crazy guess uh-huh. why this eagle has two heads? For sure. A wizard, probably. <laughs> <laughs> If there's anything I've learned, if if it's like an animal that like we know that's just slightly different, it's because it's, a wizard did something. It's because a wizard got high and went, oh, what if I fucking put two eagles together? Yeah, it's like, hey, 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 bro, hey, bro, hey, bro, hey, bro, yeah, bro, yeah. hey, I bet you yeah. I could put another head on that eagle. Don't you fucking know. Oh, I mean, but, uh, that'd be pretty good, though. Yeah, it's going to be pretty good. Okay. That'd be pretty good. Hold it. Hold it. And uh, then they put a second head in there. That's my guess. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Let's read on. With two sets of sharp eyes and razor sharp beaks, the two-headed eagle spots its prey and snatches it up with frightening speed. Drawn to shiny objects, the eagle swoops down, snatching a mounted knight from its horse. And that's what we see in the art. indicated in the art here, yeah. It looks like the classic symbol of America, a bald eagle. But... It's got two heads. And it bigger. And it much bigger. Like, you see a horse there, and it's like, hey, horse, I look like I bullied you in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. These are uh, hunters of the unseen. Enormous birds of prey, two-headed eagles, soar the skies of many parts of the world, using their extraordinarily keen vision to hunt down prey and threats to their nests alike. Their ability to see invisible creatures has led to many ill-fated attempts to raid their nests. The same ability that makes them so sought after as potential guardians also makes their nests nigh impossible to approach undetected. Now that's interesting. They have, yeah, they've got, I don't know if it's true sight or what, but we'll find out here in a little bit. We'll find out. We'll find out here in a little bit. They're dangerous favorites. Ooh. 
Considered to be wise birds, they are nonetheless attracted to shiny objects, much to the dismay of occasional armored nobles. <laughs> this tendency, coupled with their disdain for herds of livestock as prey, has played a large role in their continued favor among villagers and country folk in many lands. While two-headed eagles do feed on deer, elk, and other uh, game favored by hunters, their preferred prey consists of giant snakes, wild and dire boar, and large river fish yeah nice i love that it's just like brave knights riding forth trying to like you know rescue the stereotypical like princess in a castle or whatever and the sun is glinting off of his full plate mail and then just a gigantic bird swoops down it's like ooh, shiny snunk yeah one of these things definitely picked up my very shiny palette in vascal mordoon at probably oh. at one point or another Picked up Vascal Mordoon, picked his, up Jackson Silver. Yeah, his shiny white armor, yep. you know, his glinting, you know, glinting cape and shields, like Yeah. His just you know, so shiny. Yeah, his flying boar, Burkhan, was probably oh. very upset about it. Burkhan was like, Hey! That's my guy! That's my guy! Get your own! <laughs> Get your own guy! We never I never got to vocalize Burkhan, but yeah, that's, we never he he always he probably is just like a little distressed at yeah. all times. Yeah, if I could pick a voice actor to like voice the do the voice of Burkhan, it would be Paul Giamonti. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see, they're the symbol of the watchful, known for their ability to see the invisible two-headed eagles appear frequently on coats of arms, symbolizing watchfulness, a dedication to truth, or a wariness for deception or assassins. The irony of a knight wearing a coat of arms, wearing a tabard with a two-headed eagle on it, only to be snatched up by uh, a two-headed two eagle. eagle. I would love to see that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this Watch pretty- this, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is their huge monstrosity on a line. 15 armor class, 142 hit points. They got a 20-foot walking speed, a 100-foot flying speed, so they're pretty quick. Woo! They got a 20 strength and a 21 dexterity. Woo! I know, pretty strong. Uh, pre- reasonably, uh, their lowest is their intelligence at a six. But like, Which as far as animal standards go, yeah, apparently that, they can understand common but can't speak. Yeah, I mean, six was Grog Strongjaw's intelligence score. That's fair. <laughs> oh, Grog. Uh, they got fly. Oh, let's see. Yeah, their acrobatics is the plus eight. Their athletics the plus eight. Uh, perceptions plus four. Um, they're immune to charmed. They have true sight out to one hundred and twenty feet. Nice. Yeah. They got fly by, so one uh, flying by, uh, they don't provoke opportunity attacks. They got two headed, so advantage on uh, perception checks and on saving throws against being blinded, charmed, deafened, frightened, stunned, and knocked unconscious. Woo! Um, and they're wakeful, so uh, while uh, while the two headed eagle sleeps, at least one of its heads is awake. They make two attacks, two bite. Oh, sorry. They make two bite attacks and one talent attack. Oh, two heads. That makes yeah. sense. Their bite uh, is plus eight to hit, 2d10 plus five piercing, which is already pretty beefy. And then they got the talons, uh, which is plus eight to hit, 2d6 plus five piercing. Um, and uh, the target is grappled. Uh, its escape is a DC 16. Um, I'm assuming strength or uh, acrobatics to get out of there. Yeah. That's that's one of those sneaky ones because like yeah maybe the talons don't hurt as much but then it carries you a hundred feet up in the air and then you're like fuck 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 ah uh, shit 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 hope you pray that someone has featherfall prepared that or you hope that you're a barbarian and can can fucking rage before you hit the and ground. you can just you can just meteor rage your way yeah. back down to the ground <laughs> I'm so tired of these eagles. I'm fine. <laughs> Fuck. Um. All right. So I mean, like, obviously, like, you know, if he can, yeah, it's a a, a, a a sort of harrowing journey to get one of these guys, but like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. could be a pretty cool pet. Yeah. Uh. You know, you probably need a large eerie of some. Oh, kind. a very large eerie. Yeah. Just um, you take like an old clock tower, convert it. Mm-hmm. These are probably kind of like a, like, you know, if you can have like a reserve that they can hunt at kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, give them an opportunity to, you know, stretch their wings. Uh, um, 
Shit, Zach, I had I had a good thing for pet news, and I I didn't. Uh, I'll 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 shoehorn in shoehorn it in right now. Boop boop boop. Pet news. Pet news. Uh, <laughs> pet news. Uh, I got to go to a little place uh, near the Columbus area called the Wilds. You told me about this a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's like a little like nature reserve set up at the Columbus Zoo. Um, and I got to touch a giraffe. A whole giraffe? I got to I got to pet a giraffe on the nosy. So yeah, it's um, less about pet news and more pet news. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it was cool. There was like a wild side tour thing where you could mm-hmm. like, rather than just like the normal tour bus, you're in like a back of a pickup and they can go off roads. So you can get like right up close to the animals. Nice. So there was like a rhino that I was like really close to. Um, there were like wild. a big gaggle of rhinos in the mud. Oh, um, nice. And then there was a very upset ostrich who was like, uh, the, our driver was like, if the ostrich gets close to the uh, sides of the cars, everyone just move in toward the center and watch your things because she has been known to steal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. But a big, like, you know, multiple, multiple, multiple acres kind of area, a cool place like that would be great for your two-headed eagle. For your two-headed eagle. Yeah. No, don't uh, Pray that it doesn't steal, like, the drafts. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just had like a weird more... vision in my head of it swooping down and, like, grabbing the draft by the neck and just dragging, like, oh. flying and just dragging its body. <laughs> Oh, God. So it's just got the neck, it, and it's like... It Ugh. can't quite get off the ground, <laughs> yeah. so it's just like... It's got a really fuck, low center fuck. of gravity. It's like, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck. The feet are just kind of... Help. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lordy. Um, you think the head's got along? I don't know. Yeah, here's my question. Would you consider ha- that the, that you have two pets, or would you consider that you have one pet? Hmm. Man, I wasn't expecting this level of philosophy at this moment. Philosophy. Okay, well, the the argument is okay. Well, do the are they two are they two separate consciousnesses? I don't know. Like, yeah, is it like a Zach and Wheezy sort of situation? Uh huh. Or if it's like they're just two brains in the same body, and the brains are just like both vibing. Then you have then you have one pet. I I don't know. I, I, uh, it's above my Ken. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's above my Ken and Barbie. There you go. Have you seen yeah. that very lovely uh, I am Ken Nuff hoodie? Oh, no. No. Yeah, from the movie. There, it's one of those things where yeah, like, we saw the movie and he's got yeah. this very good hoodie. It's like this, like, you know, it's like pink and green. Like, it's got like a kind of like tie dye vibe, but it's mm-hmm. just like really big, like, meant to be sort of poot like big hoodie it's really like fuzzy and it says i am ken nuff on it good and uh it was one of those things you saw like i want that and then mattel (laughs) made that yeah and so you can buy that and i'm like i must i simply must did you do the full barbenheimer i didn't do the barbenheimer uh but the thing that i saw the thing that i saw that i really want was a shirt uh, like pink in the like barbie mattel mm-hmm. uh like font and logo yeah um that said i am become death the destroyer of worlds, <laughs> the destroyer of worlds? That's very and good. that's very fucking funny it's very niche that in like 10 years anyone who was unaware <laughs> of this is like what what is that a that, barbie shirt that really famous oppenheimer quote yeah in in bright pink in bright why is it what? It's like you had to be there. <laughs> you had to. You didn't do the barbecue. It was because of a movie release weekend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, two-headed, two-headed eagle. eagle, good pet. Could be a good pet, I think. Like a six out of ten. Six out of ten. I think that's a yeah. I, I would give it like a maybe a six point three. Six. Give, <laughs> give it just like a little extra imp, you know. If you were rounding, it'd still be a six. Okay. No, I'm saying that's where it's at. It's like it gets a little bit more than just yeah, a six, but, but if we were like, like really splitting. It's a, it's yeah, a six. It's a six. Um, yeah, take us away. Uh, from from some something fairly recognizable to what the fuck is this? Uh, Zach, this is the giant shark bowl ooze. That it, or that it is, my man. You know, picture like a big, 
fishbowl, like a, yeah. like an aquarium. Yeah. And there's a shark uh-huh. swimming around in the aquarium. Yeah. And there's a castle, you know, yeah. like one might see in a fish tank. Yeah. Um, For sex. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a big pile of gold, like like a chest of gold. Uh huh. I hear Milo. Milo, uh, there, I think a package of mine was just dropped off, so uh, the doorbell nice. rang. What did you order? Like, uh, a fan for my room. Ah, oh, nice. Because it gets hot in this room. It's so hot in this room. It's so hot in this room right now. Uh, but all of this is inside. It's not a fishbowl or aquarium at all, Zach. It's an ooze. It's just an ooze. It's just a big ooze. Interesting. I'm not sure how that works exactly. Yeah. A giant shark within a huge fishbowl circles a myriad of shells, a small castle, and a treasure chest. It <laughs> is a bizarre curiosity. A shark on dry land may not be very threatening, but a shark that shares its life force with a massive ooze is a different beast. It draws in its prey with the promise of treasure. What? The monsters, the two monsters share a symbiotic attachment that would be doomed without one another. Okay, so it's actually a shark. Yeah. Okay. It's actually an ooze. Okay. The shark and ooze both gain sustenance. From living tissue, the ooze gathers as the shark swims in the ooze, consuming it all. The magic within the giant shark bowl requires great energy to maintain, keeping the creature constantly hungry. So, the the ooze rolls through and picks up stuff and picks up people. And the shark eats the people? Yeah. And they sustain one another? Apparently... I'm confused about how I, this works, but I think the ooze brings the food to the shark. Yeah. Um, and then the shark eats it, and then the ooze drains some of the energy from the shark. Yeah. So like it's draining for it's giving the shark energy and then taking some. And then of it's it. like see, it's like sapping, sapping it off the shark. Off the shark. What I'm, what I am getting. From yeah. This. Um, oh, here's our wizards fucking with shit, Zach. <laughs> Classic. <We laughs> Unknown origin. A paranoid lich concocted this creature as a, quote-unquote, improvement on the other oozes built to guard phylacteries. The lich reasoned that the illusion of a reward hidden inside the transparent ooze might sway possible thieves away from its true phylactery, especially if such a treasure had a, quote-unquote, guard, i.e. a shark. It does not require sleep. Nice. The giant shark bull ooze is a huge ooze. It is unaligned. It has an armor class of six. <laughs> it has 172 hit points, a 20-foot land, and a swim speed? Could you imagine this thing swimming? No. It just sort of, like, is constantly just, like, rolling, gyrating yeah. forward. It is resistant to acid, fire, and slashing damage. It is fully immune to lightning damage. Okay. Uh, immune to blind, charm, deafened, exhaustion, frightened, and prone. It has a blind sight of 60 feet, and it's blind beyond that radius. It can breathe both air and water. The giant shark bull has the uh, shark's blood frenzy ability where it has advantage against uh, on attack rolls against any creature that doesn't have all of its hit points. If the giant shark bull is subjected to uh, lightning damage, it becomes electrically charged uh, and it deals 1d4 lightning damage with all of its attacks for the next minute. Uh, and then it has an ability just called ooze fishbowl. The shark bull takes up its entire space, which as a huge creature is what? A three by three grid? Yeah. Yeah. Other creatures can enter the space, but they are subjected to the bull's engulf ability and have disadvantage on the saving throw. Creatures inside the bull can be seen, but have total cover. A creature within five feet of the bull can take an action to pull a creature out. Doing so requires a successful DC 15 strength check, and the creature making the attempt takes 22 piercing damage, or 3d10 plus 6. I'm guessing as the... The shark bites them. Yeah. <sighs> the bull can hold one large creature or up to six medium or smaller creatures inside it at a time. I love that. 
wild. The ooze and the giant shark's life forces have been entwined by arcane force. They share statistics as if they were one monster and can't be separated. It makes two attacks on its turn, one with a bite and one with a pseudopod. Uh, so the shark bite does the 3d10 plus 6, and the pseudopod also does 3d10 plus 6. Uh, the pseudopod has a 10-foot reach. And then there's the engulf ability, which nice. is chunky, so let's get into it. Uh, the giant shark bowl can move up to its speed when it takes the engulf in action. While doing so, it can enter a large or smaller creature's spaces. Uh, whenever a creature enters the space, the creature must make a uh, DC 16 dexterity save. On a successful save, the creature can choose to be pushed five feet back or to the side of the bowl. So they kind of dodge uh, being engulfed. On a failed save, they enter the creature's space, they enter the bowl, and they take the bite attack and become engulfed. Uh, the engulfed creature can't breathe, is restrained, and then takes that bite damage again at the start of each of the bull's turns. Damn. So that shark is just swimming around going, cha 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 When the bull moves, an engulfed creature moves with it. A creature can attempt to escape by using its action to make a DC 15 strength check, escaping within five feet of the bull on a success. What the fuck? Consonant. This thing's so weird. Yes. Yes, it is. What would you decorate your uh, your giant oh fish bo- uh, shark bowl <laughs> aquarium? Like, I think, like, kind of like a renaissance fair. Okay. Like a lot of pennants. Nice. Um, a small storefront. Nice. Like, a, like where you go get your drinks at. Nice. Perhaps a small, like, replica jousting list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'd set it like gangland Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) People are like, why is there a shark there? (laughs) And he'd be like, exactly. I can always count on you to say some just really (laughs) out-of-pocket shit, Zach. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. What 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 else would you put in the fishbowl aside from a shark? Aside from a shark. Um... Well, I guess to oh man, what would be something I, I guess to keep with my out of pocketness? Um, what could I put in? Because my I I've, my first thing was like big crab, ooh, like one like of those a, big Dark Souls crabs. Yeah, like an like an octopus, uh huh, or a squid, squid, a squid. Um, make it big enough to put a dragon turtle in one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, do a do an angler fish, oh, and then put this and then put this thing in the dark. Yeah, and then the light is like poking out of the membrane of the ooze. Yeah, and then you go toward it and you're like, "What is this?" And then the like, the light retracts back in and refracts back onto the eyes of the angler fish, and then you just get sucked in by the ooze. Yeah, and then the jaws. <laughs> God, we come up with such we come up with some shit. cool shit. Yeah, it's just such dope shit. Fuck yeah. Um, doo, doo, doo. what else could you put a shark inside of? Uh, a tank. <laughs> put a shark inside of a bathtub. Hmm. A shark in a bathtub in a news. Yes. In a bigger bathtub. Inside a bigger ooze. Inside a dragon's belly. Inside of me. Zach's a big guy. I'm a big boy. Zach's a, Zach's a big boy. Am I the big boy this episode? I think, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and you just say it right now. I'm Zach Tuttle-Rob and I'm a big boy. Hi. Hi. Wait Hi, we've had a lot of fun today. <laughs> let me yeah, before we go, just let me say, I'm Zach Tuttle Rob, and I'm a big boy. Giant shark bowl ooze, bad pet. Bad pet, you guys. Although the shark might be a good pet to the ooze, or yeah. vice versa. It the relationship is unclear. Zach, your um, hair looks great. Do you think so? I realize this is an audio medium and no one else can see this, but you look like ready to go. You look like you're like so fucking cool. Thanks, bud. Piece of shit. 
Well, yeah, this this piece of hair is really uh, trying to be in my face, and I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I had the fucking long hair boy corner market cornered, and then Zach comes in and beats me at my own game. I got a very nice compliment from uh, Carlin Campbell Johannes that I was uh-huh. like, Carlin. She was like, you know, I feel like a lot of people like, you know, there's like a, like a steep learning curve when it comes to like how to like style like longer hair. You know, like when yeah. people first grow their hair out. And it was like, I feel like you just skipped that and just went to just like, I'm going to just, you know, just play around with it and do like a bunch of fun shit with your hair. And I was mm-hmm. like, Carlin, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Car. So, you know. I can at least differentiate this. I think I'm going clean shaven for a, wh- a long time now. Yeah. Um. So I think I think at least there could be some differentiation between us now. So we're not both. Not not digging the long. bearded life. I I I'm I'm just I'm kind of feeling it right now. Nice. So now we're not. We don't. We won't both be long haired bearded lads. Yeah. We can't. We can't become the same person. Why then can't? what would the world do? Why can't we? We'd be Zriffin. I just need to get some, or some brack. Brown, I was gonna say I just need to get some brown contacts and, <laughs> and, and dye your hair and dye. Oh yeah, yeah, just dye my hair a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. And there we go. And you have to get a little bit shorter too. Yeah, or we'll take you to China where they do that that surgery where they break your legs and then oh. spread them just a little bit so that you, they they grow you know they heal, but you're a little bit taller. And then once you're healed, you'll be as tall. Uh, um, Stefan, can you play the ad, please? Thanks, Stefan. Zach, stay in your booth. <laughs> okay. Stay in your booth. Ad, please. Now, <laughs> Stefan. There are hundreds of dating sites, dating apps, and matchmakers out there. And do you know what they all have in common? A complete lack of respect for the humble goblin. Are goblins just expected to pick up the dregs left behind by the dashing half-elf sweeping away the fairest maidens? Are bugbears just supposed to be the third wheel to their dwarven friends all their lives? Are ogres really deserving of love? No. No. And yes. On Grumble, things are different. Grumble is the premier dating and romance service for goblins and goblin kin. At Grumble, our staff delicately reviews every application to ensure only the deepest connection between you and your future love, or loves. We cater to all genders, colors, and sexualities. Just say the word and we won't stop until you're thoroughly satisfied. Just listen to some of our most satiated clients. Before Grumble, I thought I'd never find anyone for me. Between my busy schedule of murder and pillaging, there was no time to look for love. Now, thanks to Grumble, every day I return to my cave, covered in the blood of my enemies, to the little green love of my life. I don't know how I'd pillage without them. After a hard day of trading stocks and bonds, it was nice to meet up with my newfound hobgoblin biddy, for a good old-fashioned bone down. Let me tell you, Grumble got me exactly what I needed. Someone to share my hyper-aggressive sexual tendencies with. Price, no problem. Discretion, don't worry about it. Satisfaction, guaranteed. Big thumbs up to Grumble. Me and my bugbear partner were looking for someone open-minded to add to our relationship, but goblins aren't really well-known for being that flexible. However, thanks to Grumble, they curated several candidates for us to look over, and we welcomed Brizgax to our home and our hearts. Couldn't have done it without the hard-working folks at Grumble. Thanks, Grumble! Sign up for Grumble today with 25% off your first month using the promo code PETSHOP and start looking for the goblin of your dreams. Grumble. Get busy. Zach, do you know that um, my girlfriend who listens to this show... Of the Eleanor, yes. Yes, she fucking hates Grumble. (laughs) 
She's like, Grumble? Every time Grumble comes on, she's like, no. Uh, but we made Grumble. But we made Grumble. You don't like Grumble? We made Grumble. Oh, man. So I'm going to put it in this Revolutionized the goblin dating industry with that one. I'm going to put it into this episode despite her. She's Doesn't not she... quite... She's not quite caught up yet, but... Doesn't she care about our achievements? That's what I'm saying. Eleanor. So, yeah. Ellie, when you listen to this app, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love uh, you. Anyway. Um, up <laughs> next. Up next, we have the Olifount. 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 Olifount? Olifount. Only font, font, yeah, only yes. font. Um, it's like a mega mammoth. Yeah, this baby's. Oh, it's like yeah. a mammoth mega evolved. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like um from um, it's like those giant elephants in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. that size. Like Dwarfing even the largest mammoth, the beast lumbers forward, its enormous tusks swaying with the rhythm of its thunderous footfalls. The largest oliphants stands just over 30 feet tall. Dang. Two to three times the size of a typical elephant. Males often have one pair of large tusks and a pair of shorter tusks known as tushes. <laughs> which have no marrow inside female tusks are enormous with the outside pair often being a few feet shorter but no less deadly oliphants live in hot dry climates often have very little body hair while those that live in colder climates will be heavily furred similar to a mammoth it looks like we're looking at an arctic mammoth yeah it's, it's i'm furry. guessing an arctic male ma uh, uh, oliphant yeah, I think so. Just yeah. based off of the second pair of tusks. Mm -hmm. While tribes of humanoids have been known to breed and raise tame oliphants to act as beasts of burden, giants are also well known for having oliphant mounts. Oh my god. Oh, so it's just Scarsvale. Not Scarsvale, fuck. It's just, it's just fucking um, Skyrim. Kinda, yeah. yeah. It's the giants and the mammoths. The giants and the mammoths, yeah. Uh-huh. Humanoids tend to build structures of wood and canvas to sit upon the gigantic beasts, while a single giant may ride an oliphant bareback or with some form of saddle. All right. Sick um, as hell. So, just hit me up here. Not hit me up, but just, like, hear me out. Oh, I'll hit you up. Oliphant. Only fans. Fucking... <laughs> they've got big feet they got some big feet you know like i'm just and I'm, I'm told the people love feet pics yeah like you know if like these were intelligent you know like you know people like we could mm -hmm. we could make like a like a only yeah. fans only <laughs> fans with a ph yeah with a ph yeah 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 uh yeah, there's a joke in there about tusks somewhere. Nice. <laughs> uh, it doesn't even need to be clever. I'm just glad it's there. Yep. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything funnier than the massive feet pics. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll keep us keep moving on. <laughs> Oliphants are gargantuan beasts unaligned. They have a 14 armor class. <laughs> 148 hit points. It's a lot. 50 foot speed. 27 strength which is a plus eight so you know seven points above the mortal limit 23 constitution at a plus six they do have a plus two to dexterity saving throws what i don't know why they're proficient in dexterity saving throws but they are yeah they just go <laughs> just dive uh, under their sides <laughs> tuck and roll <laughs> and kill a building that yeah. was my attempt at an elephant sound it wasn't great discord cut it out i'm sure i'll hear it in the edit uh i i apologize for your to your ears in advance editor griff has heard worse that's fair uh, uh they have a trampling charge ability 
If they move at least 10, excuse me, if they move at least 20 feet straight forward toward a creature and hit it with a gore attack, gore. the target must also succeed on a DC 16 strength save or be knocked prone, and then it can make a stomp attack against it as a bonus action. It has a trunk slam ability. If the Oliphant starts its turn with a target grappled, it can slam the target into the ground as a bonus action. The creature must make a DC 17 constitution save or take 2d10 bludgeoning damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful. This doesn't end the grappled condition. So uh -oh. it just lifts it up and bashes it and picks it back up again. Uh-oh. It doesn't huck you. It goes... Bah! Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> uh, it, it's gore attack deals... Uh, so it can make uh, a trunk attack... And then it can use one gore or stomp. The trunk attack, these are all uh, plus 11 to hit. Damn. Its trunk has a 15-foot reach. Oh, damn. It uh, grapples a creature if they're large or smaller. And then while grappled, it is considered restrained. The gore, 10-foot reach, oh, 5d8 plus 8 piercing damage oh, for an average God. of 30. And the stomp is 5 foot reach, 5d10, plus 8 bludgeoning damage, average of 35. Jesus fucking Christ. So it could charge you, gore you, and then stomp you if it knocks you prone for an average of 65 damage in one attack, one round of attacks. Jesus Christ, dude. And to make things more fun, it has a recharge ability called Tusk Sweep. Uh, it sweeps its tusks in a wide arc. Each creature in a 20-foot cube must make a DC 17 dexterity save or take 10d6 bludgeoning oh damage or God. half as much on a success. Fuck. So it just flails its head around. Yeah, it just... And then you just get caught and, you know, fucking Fuck. stabbed through your whole chest. Ow. These things are... Tough as nails. I mean, like, I, I don't know how you can make a creature this big and have it not be tough as nails. Yeah. Uh, this is a thing that survives just through pure body weight. Like, Yeah. So, probably a cool pet. Probably a great pet. But probably a great pet, I gotta say. Like, you know ever, how, like... Did you ever watch yeah. George of the Jungle, Griff? Yeah. Yeah. You know how he had his pet dog? Champ. Uh -huh. Champ. Big it was an elephant. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Elephants apparently make great pets. Ask Brendan Fraser. He knows. He not he loves elephants. He loves elephants. Does Brendan Fraser have elephants? No. Right? What? What? Does Brendan Fraser have elephants? I have no clue. Why why would we ask Brendan Fraser then about his elephants? Because he had a pet elephant in a movie. Obviously everything about George. What, what is movie? Also George of the Jungle. Brendan Fraser was George in George of the Jungle? Yeah, that's Brendan Fraser. What the fuck? Sorry, I'm thinking of like animated George of the Jungle. No, the like the live action George of the Jungle from the 90s. No, I'm thinking like the animated cartoon of George of the Jungle. No, I'm thinking the live action movie. Oh my god. Where, yeah, not the second one. They made a joke that they couldn't get Brendan Fraser for the second one in the movie. No, but that movie is where my uh, my childhood crush on actress Leslie Mann uh, came from. Oh my God, that is Brendan Fraser. Yeah, just looking in exquisite. Oh my God, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, dude, he's cut. Yeah, no. Well, uh, look, see if you can find a picture when he's in like modern clothes, because the bit where he gets brought to the city and he gets all cleaned up. But oh, oh when God. he's in like yeah, 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 yeah. holy. There's oh. like a bit where he's like hanging out with a horse. And, like, everyone at this party is just kind of oogling him because he's just, like, you know, his hair's blowing in the wind and he's running around with some horses and stuff. And it's like, fuck, Brendan. He looks good with long hair. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, what were we talking about, aside from Brendan Fraser? Aside from Brendan Fraser's abs. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, that, but that's why you ask, well, I said yeah. ask Brendan Fraser because he had That makes, the, the that makes sense now. Him. I was like, I thought maybe he got into like wildlife conservation or something. Oh no! Like, I I thought I mean, everyone might... knew about the live action one. That's the George I just I, I just I blanked. I mean, like I rem I remembered it. I just like my head went straight to the animated version. Gotcha. Yeah. 
from like you know back <laughs> in the day. Yeah, and then he hits the tree. Real yeah, funny. watch out for that tree. Boom. Yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. You know how in Skyrim you can find mammoth cheese? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Oliphant cheese. The, my, my favorite bit about Skyrim with the, the mammoths is when you were like first playing for the very first time and you went, yeah, I'm going to go mess with these mammoths. Yep. And then the jet comes up and smacks you and you bounce off. He hits you so hard you bounce <laughs> off of the earth and fly hundreds of feet into the air. What an amazing little like technological marvel. Because it's like, yeah, when you die, your body ragdolls and it's subject to just like way different yeah, force physics. mechanics yeah. yeah and so you just end up yeah trampolining off of the hard ground and go into the stratosphere god i want to play skyrim I haven't played skyrim so the undisputed champ like let's be honest yeah i'm gonna take us on one more other video tangent while we're talking about video games okay. now but i love that um every uh video game developer is trying to like temper uh consumers expectations with Baldur's oh. gate 3 coming out yeah like they're like this isn't the norm don't expect that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's truly titanic the game that they've created it really and, is and then everyone else is just like fuck Larian, what the fuck, guys? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's not like they already created in a masterpiece with Div Two, but yeah. like it's like you know, uh, uh, yeah, Larian is the student that like the one overachieving student that consistently throws off the grading curve. Absolutely, like everyone else, like it's very middle of the road, and then fucking Larian walks in. There was like fuck Larian. <laughs> it's like sorry guys, I'm just too cool to handle and then everyone's like yeah they're they're right fuck the real question zach is what duo of our characters are we going to play i was i've been i've been saying you me and chase need to be the birds of prey they got they they put half orcs but like absolutely we can absolutely do the birds birds. but like just the two of us like just the two of us of our because like my head goes to like clark and bjarn but there's not really a way to do not to do do bjarn but we could do a vascal we couldn't we we can't do fuck we can't do clark Clark and vascal could be fun yeah you just have to make him a half orc instead of a full-blooded orc but yeah he was a half orc oh he was a half orc you're right he was a half orc because there was a whole thing you're right, I, you're pun- right. I punched a man to death over that once. <laughs> That's right, you did. You felt really bad after. I felt yeah. I tried to revivify him twice and it didn't work. Uh huh. I wasted a thousand gold worth of diamonds. Yeah. Uh-huh. Trying to bring that fucking asshole back. Anyway, Brutal. I'm a tangenty boy today. Olafon's fucking rock, dude. Uh, fucking rock, and they yeah. will rock your shit. They will. In they the will. Process. They will. They will rock you. We spent that's that's all the time we have on all all of that is. But there's really not much else to say. There's they're not, fucking great. They're giant elephants. Like it's it, it, they're as cool as a thing could be. Yeah. Um. So, you know what? I, you know what I? You know, you, uh, you know what I uh, would name my elephant? Yeah. What? Ollie. Ollie the elephant. You started that out like that kid that's like, do you ever when you and then then you and when you that 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 one and that you feel like you could do anything. I would like to share from you my my friend made me write this down in my quotes list from work because of just how nonsensical it was. I said, and I quote, apparently, sometimes it really be do how it is. Sometimes it really, it really beats you. <laughs> Fucking hell! I was very out of it today I at work. Love my best friend. All right. So <laughs> our last guy of the day. Um, if any of our things uh, could be described as um, that they fuck, uh, this would be the one. Uh huh. This is Mantic, barbed king of the Manticores. <laughs> There's a huge monstrosity, lawful evil, much larger than his kin. Mantic, scarred and wizened visage is punctuated by long sword length teeth that grind and clatter together when he speaks. He speaks? He speaks? 
is coloration is direst crimson, and his black wings appear too withered for flight. Oh my god! Inside, this, ooh. he looks like he has too many teeth. <laughs> he does. He does look like he have too, has too many teeth. Yeah, this is like you know, he a looks upset about the number of teeth he has. This is like a manticore, but instead of like that kind of human ass face the manticores have, like this just looks like a big doggo face. Uh huh. Uh, but yeah, he's got the, like the top row of teeth doesn't look too bad. But yeah, yeah, that bottom row of teeth, he looks like he's got like five rows of teeth, and he's they're just all like, just ah. Kinda, he, he looks like he's like, hey, everybody, I can't call ah. Uh, it's like, oh, hey, man. Hey, hey, Mantic. How's it going? <laughs> Inside the sandblasted walls of a ruined castle, the king of the manticores roared. Uh, the king of the manticores roars decrees to the wind. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of S. Where is the end with Manticores roars yeah. decrees. Yeah. Mantic, the oldest and most ferocious of his kind, sits atop the shattered throne of a long-forgotten kingdom. He is loved like a god by a loyal clan of kobolds who bring the beast treasures and sacrifices. This is this feels like the musings of like a teenage DM. Yeah, well, what's the uh, uh, Sother Demon Blade? I drive my <laughs> plus five katana of soul reaping. Yeah, what the problem player at every DD yeah, table? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah, the, this yeah seems like something like some fucking thirteen year old named like Wade came up with. <laughs> you know, sorry, all the Wades out there. Yeah, sorry, all the Wades out there. He's just like. Yeah, I'm gonna make all of my players oh regret the day that they accidentally bought Diet Mountain Dew instead of regular Mountain Dew. Uh, inside the sandblasted walls of a ruined castle, you find uh, his, his name is Mantic. He's the barbed king, king of the Manticores. <laughs> Fucking hell. They He's have, got, like, just a lot of teeth. He's got so many teeth and just, like, bars coming off his scorpion tail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got withered wings. Mantic's wings have mysteriously shrunken into two withered appendages. Sucks a cobalt shaman suggested the Barb King has come under a curse of some sort. Mantic believes divine magic is the only way to restore his ability to fly, but he is too proud to learn prayer <laughs> or engage in devotion. Whatever the reason for his withered wings, Mantic bitterly plots to cure his strange affliction. Nice. That's kind of cool. The Barbed. Oh. I don't want to do this voice anymore. The kobolds who worship Mantic <laughs> refer to themselves as the Barbed. They scurry around the Manticore's castle like servile rats, uh, both enamored and terrified of their ruler. I mean, yeah, he's got, he's, he's uh, you know, I hadn't said it yet and for a few eps, I think. He got a big old mean nasty he face. He does have a big old mean nasty face. He's apparently very covetous. Mantic <laughs> has a substantial horde gathered in the ruined chambers under his castle. His manticores raid the infrequent trade caravans traveling the wastes, and several times a year he embarks on treasure hunting expeditions, stalking the many scavenger bands picking through lost battlefields. His throne room is filled with ancient carvings, fractured statues, old tapestries, and jewelry, all displayed on crumbling stone pedestals or awkwardly hung from pot-marked walls. Mantic both loves and loathes his hoard. He yearns for a castle fit to hold his treasures. <laughs> I have three thoughts throughout the course of that paragraph. Okay. One, of course, everything's awkwardly hung. He don't have thumbs. He don't have thumbs. Two, this absolutely is like a 13-year-old DM because he named the king of the manticores Mantic. Mantic, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mantic, he's a huge and, monstrosity. Wait, 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 I said I have three things. Oh, three things. I'm so sorry. I interrupted That was only two. You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm admitting my wrongdoing. I like how it's infrequent trade caravans crossing the ways. It's probably it's probably infrequent from all the Manticore attacks, and the one trade caravan that does go out, it's like you know we we don't take this route anymore. What with all the Manticore attacks, but I'm sure we'll be fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get attacked by by this manticore big manticore and some kobolds all every time. time. Every, every time, but like, but like, can't be, can't be every. My time, luck's right? not that bad, right? Ah, whoosh! Ah, dag! Ah, man! Uh, okay, I'm yeah. done now. Okay, right, thank you. Huge thank monstrosity. You. He's awful evil. Sixteen natural armor. <laughs> Not like you said he's awfully evil. Um, he's awfully evil. <laughs> 168 hit points, 40 foot speed, and just his speed. So, yeah, he can't fly. Um, highest stat is strength of the 19, which I thought, honestly, he'd be packing a little more. Um, his int's only a 10. So, like, he's, like, all right, I guess. He's all right. He's, like, all right, I guess. He's okay. Yeah. Uh, he's really good with strength saving throws and con saves. He's real good with athletics, intimidation, and perception. He's resistant to poison. Uh, and immune to charmed and poisoned. Uh, Dark Vision out to 120. Speaks common, draconic, and dwarvish. And dwarvish? Dwarvish. Uh, sure. Cursed. Cursed. Mantic may not fly, levitate, or be polymorphed by any spell or effect. Huh. He's got legendary resistance to a day. Um, magical weapons. His weapon attacks are magical. He's got merciless ferocity. Uh, he has advantage on all op attacks, and creatures reduced to zero hit points by his attacks have a disadvantage on its first save, death save. Whoa, Ooh. that's cool. Pa- yeah, penetrating volley. Um, if uh, Mantic moves at least twenty feet in a straight line, all tail spike attacks made uh, this round have advantage. Uh, struck by these tail spike attacks must succeed on a DC uh, 16 strength save or be knocked prone. It's like he's winding up. And then they have uh, tail spike regrowth. Mantic, uh, Mantic has 36 tail spikes. That's a very particular number. Yeah. yeah. Uh, used spikes regrow when he finishes the long rest. Oh, there you go. He's got a multi-attack. Does two with his uh, that uh, was it? Two with his claws and one with his bite or three with his tail spikes. Uh-huh. Um, his bite plus eight to hit to the eight plus four piercing claw uh, plus eight to hit to the six plus four slashing and the tail spikes plus six to hit two D eight wow. plus two piercing and the creature must succeed on a con save or be poisoned until the end of its next turn. A creature poisoned by the tail spike has its speed halved and can't take the dash action. Also, the range on those tail spikes is nothing. Oh, to sneeze it, uh, 100, 200. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. Um, it's got the roar of the barbed king. It unleashes a ground shaking roar. Each creature within 60 feet who can hear him must succeed on a DC 14 with save or be incapacitated for one rounds. Fucking hell. There's the danger. And okay. Then got, and then he's got some legendary actions. He can do three. Um, three actions to use you from the options below. Only one legendary action can be used at a time. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so it can move uh, without provoking opportunity attacks. It has a growl uh, where it lets loose a throaty growl. Each creature within 60 feet uh, must make a uh, DC 14 wisdom saver, be frightened to the end of its next turn, and then it can do it, its tail spike thing. And, then and I don't all- want to. I- yeah, I don't want to get into this stat block for the barb. They're just kobold minions. Yeah. But what looks fucking wild is I think they have a tail spike of Mantic through fucking shoved through, through their, their wrist and turned into a weapon. Yeah, barbs slash. Yeah, fuck. It's just got one of Mantic's barbs through its wrist. Just kind of hanging as, out of his arm to attack people That's like people a with. fucked up Wolverine claw. Yeah, that's fucked. So Mantic really, I mean, obviously, you know, Mantic is the barbed king of the Manticores. Yeah, definitely. He is, he is not a pet. No. But he might be a buyer, Zach. Oh. We'll, we'll put some feelers out. Try to get he in touch might with be a Mantic. buyer. We'll try to get in touch with Mantic. Yeah. Because, like, you know, maybe, like, and even, I'm not even, like, maybe not for, for pets. He might yeah. be good on that front with the barb. But, like, mm-hmm. he could use, like, an interior decorator. Oh, yeah. He could use an orthodontist. Like, I think we could maybe find some connections there and really kind of, like, build him up a bit to be, you know, the proper barbed king of the manticores that he oh. deserves to be. Hell, yeah. And really kind of, like, enrich the land. Mm-hmm. And then we can, you know, obviously swoop in and then, like, take all of it. Yeah, all of it, all of it, all of it. 
you know, just like let him do the heavy lifting, yeah. and we can, you know, most definitely, most definitely, hostile takeover, hostile takeover. I love it. Um, but yeah, uh, Mantic, he both sucks and fucks. Um, whoa, really? Yeah, yeah. Because it's a lot of teeth. It's a lot of teeth. Maybe he should stick to fucking. Yeah, just just yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're right. I, I, I wouldn't. wouldn't. I wouldn't. Someone might. Someone might. But Someone I, might be nasty. But I, but I wouldn't. He is the barbed king. He is the barbed king. Of the Manticores. It's fair. You think he has a brother named Core? <laughs> Maybe. He's Mantic and then there's Core. And there's Core. But yeah, Core is like the... I'm CPA of Chicago. <laughs> it's like Mantic went into, you know, like being a tyrant and Core yeah. went like, I'm going to just like hold down a steady job. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, he's just a big Manticore, you know, sitting there with like a sweater vest and a tie. Some, yeah. Some it's nice like glasses. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Core. I'm the, um, you know, a barbed consultant of the Manticores. Yeah. You know, in case you get into any sort of, like, legal trouble. Yeah. Um, he's, he's got one of those nice, like, visors. Mm-hmm. When he, when he's I'm also, uh, I'm also do some, like, financial advising on the side. Yeah. So, um, you know. Yeah, you I'll know, take your just, card, Core. I'll take your card. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, th- yeah, there's, that's my card for me, Core. Uh, nice. Barbed consultant of the Manticores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of fun. Like, people think it's my title. Like, it's my job title. It is kind of my full name. Like oh, legally legal speaking, name? oh yeah, nice. my full my full legal name is Core Barbed Consultant of the Manticores. Oh, that's complicated. Yeah, I get some. Yeah, I get confused a lot with my older brother. Oh. Um, you know, what, what's he do? Oh, he's the Barbed King of the Manticores. His name is Mantic. Oh, is he actually the Barbed King, or is that his legal name? He's Mantic, the Barbed King of the. See, Manticores. that's why it's confusing. Yeah, because he that's just like he his his he was just born Mantic. Like our parents named him Mantic. And then he kind of gave himself the title Barbed King of the Manticores, but then, like, for whatever reason, I, my title was kind of, my, like, my, I, you know, it was kind of sort of, like, preordained, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm wanna... happy. I'm happy with where I'm at, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, well, gang, I think that, that about does it, right? Yeah? yeah, yeah. I think that about does it. Incredible. <laughs> Fucking hell. I had no idea where that bit was going. I loved every moment of it. I was just really praying for an off-ramp. <laughs> I'm happy. Um... Well, hey, we enjoyed having you all with us today, as per usual. You know, if you like what you heard, you want to support, <sighs> lots of ways to do that. You know, we got, you know, like, you know, some reviews and some likes and some subscribes and some ratings, like, wherever you're listening to us. Like, that's super easy to do, right? And right? give us your money, though. Give us your money over on Patreon at patreon.com. slash like a dollar. Or, like, over on our merch store at tpublic.com. You can spare it. Dollar. Buy a shirt. Yeah, it's not a, a dollar, but like you buy it. What's stopping you? Buy it if, if you if you can do a dollar, you can do two dollars. Love us. And, and if you can do two, shirt. you can do four. <laughs> and if you can do four, why not just buy four a shirt monthly while you're at, at Patreon? Yeah. Um. You know, check us out on you know uh, on the Twitters, or as I guess it's about to be called X. We gotta, Zach. We gotta fucking pull the ripcord on Twitter. We gotta we, fucking get out gotta, of there. We gotta man. get the fuck out of there. We gotta get out of there because I'm not going. I'm not saying people. I'm not telling people follow Ch- me on, on X. X. Yeah. I just won't do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where the fucking social media haven is right yeah. now, but it ain't X. I'm sure somehow when I say this, like he's going to like he's got someone scanning the internet for people mm-hmm. that are shit talking. And hey, Elon, you hey, fucking Elon, suck, bud. Eat my dick and balls. <laughs> I think we've said this before on the show. I, te- I one of my favorite sucks. things is telling people to either eat my dick and balls or eat my whole ass. Elon, I got both served up for you. <laughs> dick balls and the whole ass, musky. 
Come at me. Oh, I don't fucking musty. care. Fuck your stupid ex website, you insecure little fucking baby man child. All the money in the world can't make you happy. Nothing will. You'll be dissatisfied and empty for the rest of your life. Fuck you. I that killed back my time. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, uh, Griff, I'm proud of you. Um, Thanks. Uh, do you want me to just take us in for a landing here, my boy? Please. Okay. So while, while Gorfin, uh, uh leans back in his chair after, after that, you know, explosion of heat, um, you know, yeah, just check us out. You know, if you want to hear anything specific, like different, you know, a different phantom, different world, you know, let us know. Um, and we'll be back in a couple weeks with another episode. Uh, Hell yeah. But yeah, until then, you know, I've been Zach. I've been Griffin. And just remember, folks, at the end of the day. It's all about love, baby. Mantic? That's me. Brother! Hey! Hey! Hey, core, the barbed consultant of the Manticores. It's yeah. Good to see you. Yeah, it's. It fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Thank you all for listening to episode 116 of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Xander, Kyle, and Savani for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on the Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also a part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode, and until then, hey, your laundry is still in the dryer. You forgot about it. Did I bring this up because I forgot my laundry was in the dryer? Certainly not. Bye. This has been a Ghost Light Media production.